And as you saw, the flowers have been given uh, in her memory. Thank you for the beautiful flower arrangements. Now, I can tell you, I met Miss Amy one time, a one-time face-to-face, but many times on the phone and through letters. But I believe, Elder Robinson, that she would want us to have a message today. I think she would like for us to have a sermon today. And um, I know it's quarter till, plenty of food to eat, so we can stay here all afternoon and eat, have a long, we want to. But we're going to try to get this thing done before about 12 o'clock or there about it a couple of minutes after. But I had the privilege of going with Wendell uh, up to see her, and we had communion right there in her home. And what a blessing that was to be able to sit with a lady that I've heard so much about, and uh, you've heard even more about her today. And we'll continue to hear um, stories of, of Miss Emmy Rector. Well, I didn't know where Wendell was going when he read a verse that we want to use for our text today, that's 1 Thessalonians 5.18. I didn't give you a handout because we want to look at that one little verse today and try to, try to dissect that verse a little bit and see what we can learn uh, about it. But before that, let me, let me tell you, the, uh, while in a grocery store picking up a turkey, little Billy uh, told his mother Thanksgiving should come after Christmas then we would have more to be thankful for. Little boy asked to pray for dinner. Before he bowed his head to pray, he looked at the dish. Then closing his eyes, he prayed, Lord, I don't like the looks of it, but I'll thank you and eat it anyway. <laughs> well, Charlie Brown and Snoopy are some of my favorite when I used to read the paper, but I did run across this one. A Peanuts cartoon showed Charlie Brown as he was bringing Snoopy his Thanksgiving Day meal. But it was just usual old dog food, just like he got every day. And Snoopy looked at it as bold, and he said, This just isn't fair. Everybody else is enjoying turkey and all the trimmings, and all I get is dog food. Just because I'm a dog, I get dog food. And he stared at his food a while, and he said, I guess it could be worse. I could be a turkey. <laughs> well, I wonder this morning how thankful we are today. Let's, let's look at that one verse together this morning and say a few things about it, and uh, we'll, we'll move on here. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 18. It says this, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, for me, for everyone. The word of the Lord. Lord, thank you for this verse of Scripture. And now as we look at it a little closer, I pray, Lord, that you would show us, that you would teach us what it means to be thankful, what it means in everything give thanks. We pray in your name. Amen. Thankful in all things. Think about, think about this with me, however, before we talk about thankfulness. Let's think about what it means to be unthankful. Have you ever been unthankful or ungrateful? I, I began to think about that this week, and, and as I thought about it, as a believer, we should never be unthankful or ungrateful. I think the Apostle Paul identifies those 
outside the family of God, those outside the family of God sometimes tend to be unthankful. And he says in Romans 1.21, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Now think about it. When we became children of God, when the Lord comes into our hearts and into our lives, what does he do to our heart? He gives us a brand new heart. He gives us a heart transplant, uh, if you will. And I think it's very uh, evident here, as Paul tells us, in everything, give thanks. As I read that over and over, and as, as I played that verse over and over in my mind this week, that simple statement allows believers, get this, no excuse to be ungrateful. In everything. What does that mean? In everything. That refers to all things of life. No matter what struggles or trials or testings come in our lives, with the exception of personal sins, we are to give thanks. So have you given thanks today? Can we say that thankfulness is a part of our DNA? Is that, the part of, uh, uh, is that a part of our lives, being thankful, being grateful? Let me say this to us. I truly believe that as believers... It's spiritually abnormal for God's children to be unthankful, ungrateful. Because think about it. Being ungrateful and unthankful disobeys what God's Word teaches us. And God's Word, we know, is the very thing that joins believers together. Romans 8.28 is a powerful verse that many of us know we, we've memorized it. We've let it be a part of our lives. But I truly believe that Romans 8.28 sets the stage for 1 Thessalonians 5.18. And Paul writes, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. I began to think about that verse, and I saw beauty in that verse. I saw God's providence in that verse. I saw God's sovereignty in that verse as he blends the good, the bad, and the ugly of life into a blessing of life. Think about it. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, the Apostle Paul is telling us three things here this morning. What we need to do. He's telling us what we need to do. He says what? In everything, give thanks. He says another thing, why we need to give thanks, because it's the will of God. And then he tells us how to do something that we, in and of ourselves, cannot do by ourselves, and it's in Christ Jesus. So, if you want to take a note or two or underline in your Bible, that'll be great. First this morning, we see in this verse, in everything, give thanks. What's Paul say, saying to us? He said, look, in everything, all circumstances of life, we must give thanks, good or bad. Now, I know what you're thinking. How can that be? How can that be? How can we do that? Well, let me, let me reassure you of something Paul is not saying here. Paul is not saying, for everything, give thanks, is he? The Scripture says, 
in everything give thanks. For example, I think often of 9-11. Does that ever come to your mind? Do you ever think about that and what happened on that dreadful day? Have you ever thought about that, what I call a murder-suicide? I think about that often. And I began to think, and, and this is what I want you to see that Paul's not saying. Paul's not saying that those people who lost loved ones in that terrible murder-suicide should thank God for that. But they're to be grateful in that. How many testimonies have you heard from families that, had, that lost loved ones in that, how, how God used that to, to, to change their life or to make a difference in someone else's life? So that's not what Paul is asking us to think, do, or pray. You know, saying thank you for those people being killed. You know, thank you, for the, thank you for that tragedy. But be rejoicing in all that we go through no matter how catastrophic it may be. And some of you have been through some really difficult times in your life. I know I've, I've been there with you in loss of loved ones and in tragic a accidents. I think of Helen Keller. Remember Helen Keller? I never really, or, or maybe I had and just forgot about it, but I, I went back and I, and I read her story this week. How at 19 months old, a girl was stricken with a high fever and, and she lost... Uh, the, she, she couldn't see anymore and she couldn't hear anymore and her, her world now became dark and, and silent but as you know I'll, I'll summarize this pretty quickly she was determined and, and she, ended up, she ended up graduating from college and doing all these other things she had her special tutor and endless hours of hard work and I began, as I read that story I began to think about we Americans and how spoiled we are and wonder what our attitude would be if we were in her shoes. Do you think we'd be rejoicing? We'd be happy? No, we'd probably be irritated and mad and sad and all those things. But I'll tell you something gripped my heart this week as I read. And I want to I read a quote. This is what she said, Helen, Helen Keller. For three things I thank God every day of my life. Thanks that he has given me knowledge of his works. Deep thanks that he has set in my darkness the light of faith. Deepest thanks that I have another life to look forward to. A life joyous with light and flowers and heavenly song. Now, Helen Keller may not have been thankful for the circumstances that she had to go through. But no doubt she was thankful in those circumstances that she had to go through. In everything, give thanks. Secondly, Paul tells us why we should give thanks. Why? For this is the will of God. It's God's will that we give thanks. We see all throughout the Bible reasons to be thankful Especially in the book of Psalms, we, we give thanks, the psalmist writes, for he is good because he watches over us, protects us, spares us, redeems us, shows us mercy, and the lift goes on and on. And you say, why? Because he loves us so much. But in this verse, 1 Thessalonians five eighteen, Paul says we're to give thanks because it is the will of God. Did you hear that command, church? Did you hear it? 
because it is the will of God for us. And that means a couple of things. That God wants his children to give thanks in everything. Therefore, we ought to do it. Remember growing up when your mom or dad sat a plate of food in front of you and you didn't like what they sat in front of you and you didn't want to eat it and your parents said, eat such and such, Brussels sprouts or broccoli or whatever it is, and you said, why do I have to eat it? And what's their response? Because I said so. Because I said so. And that's exactly what it's talking about here. Because God said so. So why should we argue? God said it. So let's do it. And then there's something bigger and greater about uh, this part of this verse because it's God. Don't don't you think that God created us to be joyful, to be happy, to be rejoicing people? Don't you believe that? I do. I do not believe that God's purpose was to create us to be ungrateful creatures, unhappy creatures. It's God's plan. It's his purpose. It's his will because Scripture says that in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ. And lastly and finally this morning, Paul tells us how to give thanks in everything. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, for me. You may be saying, how, how can I do that? Preacher, you don't really understand uh, my circumstances. And guess what? You, you're right. I, I may not understand what, what it is that God wants you to give thanks in. But guess what else? You may not understand what God wants me to give thanks in. But here's, here's, here's the encouragement, church. Here's the encouragement. Here's how Paul tells us that we can do it. It's like you tell your child, you can do it. Ride that bike. Take those training wheels off. You can do it. And here's what he tells us in three words. In Christ Jesus. So what does that say to us this morning, church? What what is that saying to us? That the only way that you and I, because we've already seen it, we can't do it in and of ourselves. We don't have the strength to do that. The only way we can express thanks to God in everything is that if we know God. So that's the question this morning. How many of us know God? How many of us truly know God? Are we in Christ this morning? Augustine once said, and I quote, Lord, command what you will but will what you command. Lord, command what you will, but will what you command. What in the world is he saying to us, church? What does he say? What, what does he mean? This is exactly what he was saying. Lord, and we can say this, Lord, I cannot do the things you tell me to do. I can't do it. But you can command them And then you can give me the ability to do what you command me to do. Did it ever mention anything about me doing it on my own? Are you doing it on your own? Absolutely not. We can't. So in everything, church, give thanks. And the only way we can do it is that we have that personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Then and only then will we be able to 
be thankful in everything and able to give thanks in everything. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, for me. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for this one little verse that is packed with so much information, that is packed with so much encouragement. Lord, you tell us that we are to give thanks in everything, not for everything. You tell us the reason we give thanks is because this is what you want us to do. And Lord, you tell us also how we can do it in Christ Jesus. So Lord, thank you for giving us the solution, the formula, if you will, to being able to give thanks in all things. And my prayer this day and every day is that we will be thankful people. Lord, we love you. And yes, God, we thank you for loving us. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Our hymn of dedication number 525. Let's stand as we sing.